All right. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining another episode of Seller Speak. We're delighted to have Kevin King with us today. And for those of you who don't know who Kevin is, Kevin is like the Dumbledore of e-commerce. He's uh, who can uh, weave spells to make magical products come alive. He's been an industry wizard since 1995, and he started selling on Amazon in 1999. Since then, he's launched hundreds of products. And in 2015, he uh, uh, launched about five brands, and the nine products within that uh, have grossed about uh, millions of dollars collectively. And thank you so much, Kevin, for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have you here. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Great. So uh, first up, I'm really curious, like back when you started selling um, online, I'm sure things were very different, right? Uh, for starters, the online boom was new. Online shopping wasn't a thing. So uh, from your experience, uh, how have things evolved and what, has, what are the major changes that you see? Yeah, the major changes are, uh, I mean, I've been selling online since before Google existed. I think Google came in like <laughs> 1999. So I remember back uh, in the mid-90s, uh, there weren't shopping carts, really. Um, so shopping cart systems or anything like that. Um, I remember when Amazon first came out and there was a site for DVDs uh, and CDs and stuff, like CD Universe or something like that. Uh, which was, it was just really cool just to be able to order a CD or a DVD on the internet and have it shipped to you. Uh, I remember when PayPal first started, they were paying people $10 just to sign up for an account. Uh, and they give you $10 and they would give whoever referred you $10. Uh, so I remember back, back in those days, I remember when Amazon actually, uh, here in Austin, Texas, where I live, uh, put billboards up on the freeway, uh, big advertisements up on the freeway saying Amazon.com or world's earth world's largest bookstore or whatever it was. So yeah, things have changed back then. A lot of people were nervous about giving their credit card over the internet, yeah. even though people would go into a restaurant or, or send it in to mail order through the mail or whatever. Uh, they just were nervous about uh, giving over the internet. So things have definitely changed. And uh, as people saw the convenience of it, and you could basically get anything you want at your fingertips from anywhere in the world, uh, life has changed for everybody. So the younger generation that grew up with, uh, with the internet, uh, from day one, from the day they were born, doesn't know what it used to be like 20 years ago when you, you couldn't just Google something to get an answer. Yeah, damn right. Like, I can't imagine a world without internet right now. And uh, I, I can't even imagine how you used to drive traffic to Amazon and, uh, you know, like gain trust of your customers and then make them purchase again and again. I'm sure like a lot of things has changed and so cool to like hear about these things from somebody who's seen it and done it, you know. Well, you know, some things have changed, but some things are still the same. I have another business that's off of Amazon. Uh, where I sell calendars, uh, like uh, wall calendars and stuff. And uh, there's a lot of people that collect those kind of things. And half my business in that is still people sending checks and money orders through the mail. Through the wow. post. Uh, so they're, they're not going on the internet and pushing in their credit card. So there's still some of those people out there. Uh, it's not all about the internet. Uh, it, it's still, there still is a, a group, at least here in the United States, a group of people that uh, just do it the old fashioned way. And what's happening now is uh, everybody used to say mail is dead. Uh, direct mail is dead, you know, don't send out catalogs or postcards, uh, the, the mailbox is full of junk. But now a lot of Amazon sellers are reversing tune and a lot of them are having great success sending mail. So uh, instead of doing email follow-ups or uh, Facebook advertising, they'll, they'll spend some money on postcards because now the mailbox is so empty that 
you can uh, getting something that you can tangibly hold in your hand uh, cuts through the clutter. And so one goes to check their mail and there's five things in there. They're going to see yours if, uh, versus they go to check their email and there's uh, 600 emails or they go to check their Facebook feed. There's tons of stuff in there and, and your chances of getting dis uh, discovered are a lot greater through the mail. And for almost the same price that you can do Facebook advertising, you can do direct mail. So things come around. It's kind of funny where, the younger generation or, or something that doesn't know that drug mail used to be the thing. That's what I grew up on. Now they're like, Oh, there's this new, cool little thing. We should send postcards out or something. It, it's so it comes full circle. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I think it's like really cool that uh, right now there's a mix of both, you know, like online and offline strategies. I think it's really nice. Um, yeah. You were saying something? Okay, and I wanted to ask you about your experience with Freedom Ticket in Illuminati Mastermind where you conduct a lot of events and webinars, uh, you help a lot of sellers build private label businesses, right? Can you tell us a little more about your experience so far? Um, sure, like you said earlier, I have, uh, I have five brands on Amazon under one account that started in 2015. I have a couple other brands on a couple other accounts. Uh, with some with some partners and stuff that uh, I usually don't talk about too much, uh, but uh, beyond uh, beyond that, I I speak at a lot of events. I've done like 23 conferences, live events this year, uh, where I've spoken at different Amazon events or different types of events, and then I have uh, two tr online training courses uh, that I do in partnership uh, with the, uh, with a guy named Manny Coates over at the Helium 10. Uh, one of those is called the Freedom Ticket, uh, freedomticket.com, and that's a, uh, a training for new people. So, you know, there's a lot of training out there. There's a lot of courses. There's a lot of free YouTube videos and different ways to learn. But I've always felt the best way is to learn some, from someone who's actually done it and who's doing it versus a lot of these people that are teaching it um, either haven't really done been very successful uh, or don't know how to teach it or don't really know how to do it. So I got frustrated with all the misinformation that's out there. Uh, a lot of stuff goes out of date really fast. You got to be careful what you're, <clears throat> what you're watching, what you're listening to. Facebook uh, forums, people, someone will post, uh, you can't do this or you can't do that. And it becomes, uh, people start pairing it and it becomes gospel and it's simply not true. So I started the Freedom Ticket. So it's a, it's a training course, 22 hours of a, a video and over the shoulder looking and weekly calls with me. Uh, to answer questions, ask questions and answer questions. And so that's the freedom ticket. And then Illuminati Mastermind is the next level up. That's uh, for people who are already selling on Amazon and they want to get an edge. Um, they they want to figure out how can I 2X or 3X or maybe 10X my business with a, a couple of the latest, greatest, more advanced strategies on, on marketing and and uh, how, to, how to do everything around Amazon and some stuff outside of Amazon as well. So those are the two things that uh, I, I do as well, in addition to the uh, speaking and running the, uh, the brands on Amazon. That's really amazing. And I, I couldn't agree more with you. And um, you brought about uh, a, a very interesting point where you said there's a lot of content on, uh, out there online. And uh, what would you advise our viewers on how to discriminate uh, against like uh, bad advice or uh, how, how, do you, how can you tell like something is good and versus something is bad for amateur sellers? It's, it's difficult as a new seller. It's very difficult to know if it, who, who can you trust and who can you not trust. I mean, I think the best thing to do is probably start off listening to some of the podcasts uh, that are out there. There's, there's lots of free ones uh, that are out there for the Amazon space. Uh, you can just uh, go on to uh, do Google Amazon FBA podcast or private label podcast and you can find a whole, a whole list of them. Uh, start listening there and see who you identify with and see who sounds legitimate, sounds like they know what they're talking about. 
and then maybe go see if, if, if they have some sort of training or a course or something. Um, as far as like the YouTube content, um, anybody that's, uh, anybody that's, that's saying that you can get rich quick or you can, uh, quit your job tomorrow and, and, st and, uh, live the rest of your life on the beach drinking beers and checking your Amazon account once a, once a week, uh, run as far away as you can from those people. Uh, people that are showing big flashy screenshots, a lot of times those can be very misleading. Um, a lot of new people don't realize that uh, when, when you launch a new product on Amazon, everything counts as a full price sale. So if, even if I'm selling the price, the, the item at 95% discount, so say it's a, a $20 item and I'm, I'm, I'm selling it for $1 to try to get positioning on Amazon, I might have to give away 500 of those items uh, in order to get to the first page of Amazon. It's a, it's a sales velocity game. And so, but those 500 sales, they don't go onto Amazon's records as 500 times a dollar. Uh, that's what they pay you, but they go on Amazon's records uh, as 500 times $20, which is 10,000. So someone will show you a screenshot of one of their students or something like, look, you know, first month, uh, they already did $10,000 in sales and they'll show you a screenshot from Amazon and it's pure bullshit. It's pure lies um, because uh, they don't show you the bottom line what they actually, that, yeah, they might've done $10,000 and total top line sales, but there's all the discounts for the promotions. There's all the costs. They probably actually lost about $5,000. Uh, so you got to be careful with that kind of stuff for anybody that's showing Lamborghinis or, you know, people that it, this is a real business. Um, and it, it's a very, very good business to be in. Uh, but you have to treat it like a business. Uh, you know, I recommend people in my freedom ticket. Don't, if you're working a job right now, don't plan on quitting it right away. Unless you have a lot of money saved up in the bank that you can live on. Uh, you need to probably stay in your job another six months to a year while you're getting this Amazon business going. And then once it's up and running, then you can consider quitting. Uh, but to me, it's about a three or four year process. The first year you're pretty much learning. Uh, you're going to make some mistakes. You're going to lose some money. Uh, all of us do. Um, uh, there's a few people that really that get lucky and that never happens to, but most people end up making some mistakes and, and losing a little bit of money. So hopefully you're earning a little bit. So you're learning and earning the second year you're optimizing, you're, you're adding in more products, you're adding uh, different what's called variations, like different colors or, or sizes to what you have. And the third year um, you could either continue growing it. Uh, but I recommend if you do everything right, you, you consider selling your business. Uh, and in the third year you start preparing to sell it. And the fourth year, uh, maybe you sell the, your, your Amazon business because there's a big market right now for people and uh, private equity companies that, that want to buy Amazon businesses. They don't want to do all the uh, hard work at the beginning. They just want to come in and buy someone that's already successful. And a lot of times, that's when you can make the most money. So you, uh, the problem with this business is on paper, you might have a nice profit. So if maybe you're doing $100,000 a year in sales on Amazon and you have a 25% profit margin, 20, 25% profit margin. So you, you think you have a $25,000 profit and on, on paper, uh, you know, you do, but I can tell you, you probably don't have $25,000 in your pocket because this business takes a lot of money to keep buying new inventory. So a lot of times you're reinvesting those profits uh, and you can get to a point where you can take a nice, nice amount of money out, but usually take some time. Uh, but a lot of times if you can, by selling the business, you can get a big hit of cash fast. I mean, I know uh, people like uh, my friends, uh, David and Leah, that sold their business in three years for $4 million. They were doing baby products. They just kept reinvesting all their profits. He kept working his job. She was a stay-at-home mom, and they just built it up, and then were able to sell it for $4 million, and they got most of that in cash. Uh, so now they can pay off their bills, take it, have a nice dinner, go on a nice vacation. Now uh, they're starting all over doing it again, and they hope in the next three years to sell the next one for $10 million. 
So that's, that's the beauty of this business is it's extremely high leverage if you do it right. And the big payday is often when you, when you sell it, not, not as you're running it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Like I couldn't agree with you more. Like I talked to a few sellers who uh, think it's like it's so easy to sell online, and then they think that they can hit profits within the first two months of uh, you know start uh, starting to sell online, like which is not the case. And uh, I completely agree with you. And um, one of the things that you uh, talk, uh, you talked about was like how you have to spend more, and then you have to wait and build your business uh, until like uh, you start like crossing the going into the positive uh, profit side, right? So, um, and one of the things that stands out uh, about you is that you aren't afraid of experimenting. I'm guessing you've lost a lot of money figuring out what works and what doesn't, right? So, would you recommend this uh, to intermediate and beginner sellers as well? No, I would not recommend intermediate and beginner sell sellers do too much experimenting. Um, learn as much as you can and, and learn from those that have gone before you. Um, but most big sellers do make mistakes. Yes, I've lost probably hundreds of thousands of dollars, uh, either experimenting or choosing the wrong product or getting in a hurry uh, or going with my gut feeling. Um, uh, you know, for example, I did some dog treats uh, uh, last year and I went to a, a big dog show in Las Vegas and I saw a bunch of different things. And I'm like, these are really cool. I, I have dogs myself and, and I think this would be cool for my dog. And it's like a really healthy uh, type of thing, organic, uh, only one ingredient thing. And I was like, I'm gonna launch these on Amazon. And I spent a bunch of money launching them, and it was a total failure. And what I did is I went with my gut, and I went with uh, rather than going with the data. And the thing about Amazon is it's all about the data. You can't get emotionally tied to a product. It's not about reinventing a, a new invention um, necessarily. I um, mean, sometimes that can be great, but that's better for like uh, Kickstarter or something else like that. Uh, but it's it's analyzing the data, and there's lots of third-party tools like yours and others that are out there where you analyze the data and you see where there's holes in the market and you go and you fill those. And it's uh, the people that are most successful in this business are the people that don't care what they're selling. Um, that they, they're, it's all about the, the, the numbers. So if you're not good with math and not good at numbers, get somebody on your team that is, because that's where you make the money. It's in the data, data analysis and using all these third party tools to analyze what's happening on Amazon. And then don't get, if a product doesn't work, you don't, don't stay with it. Don't say this is my baby, but, I know it's better than everybody else's. Uh, I know mine's better. You just got to move on. And so some people get stuck with that uh, mentality. Is like uh, they, they just can't let go uh, because this is their little baby. And, and uh, that's, that's a mistake a lot of people make. So just, it's all in the numbers. But uh, how can you say when to quit? So how, how will you know when it's over? Uh, well, for me, uh, I, I have a rule that if a product is not making me a uh, I just cut it and move on. And sometimes, right. you know, I've had a product where uh, the first seven reviews were all one star. Uh, you know, it's just a, it was a, another dog treat, and I thought it was a good dog treat. And uh, when the people bought it and gave it to their dog, the dog wouldn't eat it. Uh, they just stuck up their nose, and dogs eat everything, uh, and the dog wouldn't eat wouldn't eat it. So I'm like, uh, this is bad. Uh, so that one wasn't a try to salvage it. That was like just okay, let's cut our losses and move on. Right. Right. Definitely. And um, so speaking of data, so if, if you had to boil down uh, all of the strategies and the data points to, let's say, 10 factors that make or break the business, so what do you think those 10 factors would be? 
Oh, 10 factors. Um, well, the number one is key is de keyword demand on Amazon. Uh, it's, it's not, you know, there's some products you have to be careful. With, don't worry about BSR. Too many people get caught up when they're B, uh, with a BSR. And when they're doing product research, they may see something that has a high BSR and think, oh, wow, this is selling really good on Amazon. So let me go uh, sell one of these too. That could be a huge mistake because you don't, you need to reverse engineer and see where that BSR is coming from. Maybe these people just got featured on a big television show. Maybe they have a website uh, that they're sending all their traffic over to Amazon. Uh, maybe they're very good at Facebook ads and they're sending traffic uh, to Amazon. That's what's, that, that's what's helping that BSR. You want to look at where the demand is on Amazon itself. And so by using keyword tools, I mean, I personally uh, use Helium 10. Um, by using keyword tools like that, um, that tell you the demand that's on Amazon. And then you find where there's good demand on Amazon and there's people that are selling at a reasonable rate on Amazon. But you got to look at market depth too. A lot of people will say, oh, this guy's, this one guy's doing well, so let me do a product just like him. But maybe there's, like, maybe he has a patent or maybe there's some other issue why he's doing well and the others aren't. So you got to look at market depth. You got to make sure, you know, that the top 10 or so uh, all are, are selling pretty decently uh, so that you know that, okay, I can come in here and if I take position number five, uh, <clears throat> I'm still going to sell pretty well too. Uh, then you got to look at, the, like I said, the keyword demand. You got to make sure that the demand's on Amazon. Um, because if you're having to send, send all your traffic, uh, if you're, if you're doing a lot of Facebook to Amazon, you might as well do Facebook to your own Shopify store or something where you can control and own the customer a little bit better. Um, so that's, that's another key, uh, there. Another key is differentiating in the product. You can't just do another me too product. Um, and sometimes differentiating doesn't mean just adding something that's not necessary, like a, you know, a grill brush or something, um, you know, doesn't mean adding LED lights to the grill brush to make it different because people may not give it care about LED lights on a grill brush. Um, so, but you need to differentiate the product. So if, if all the products look the same, um, it's going to be hard to compete. Then you're just competing on price. And there's a lot of people selling on Amazon that aren't making money. Um, some people are selling it for pennies of profit, um, especially some of the Chinese sellers. And so, um, and some of them don't know their numbers. Uh, they know they have cash coming into the bank, but they really don't know their numbers. Um, so you have, you have to be careful there too. Um, then you have to know how to do a listing uh, on a product. You got to have good imagery. Uh, you got to have good uh, keyword research, good titles and, and bullet points. And you have to know how to launch a product. I mean, there's, um, there's lots, you can't just put a product up on Amazon and expect people to start buying it. Uh, it just does, doesn't work that way. You have to show al Amazon's algorithms uh, that, that you're wanted. And there's ways to do that, and that costs money through advertising or through product giveaways. Or in that case, you might want to use Facebook to drive a little traffic to get the ball rolling. Um, but so there's there's a lot of moving parts uh, to it and a lot of critical success. But if I had to spoil it down those 10 to 1, uh, one criteria it would be product selection. You've got to get the right product. Um, and and that doesn't mean agonizing like I see people taking six months to to, they're pulling out their hair to try to write product. You can find the right product in in an hour uh, if you have the right tools. And so that's why I'm saying earlier, it's all about the data and, and, and the right tools. Um, so that, that's where it's at. And how do you select uh, the products? I, I select the products based on keyword demand and, and opportunity in the market. So for example, maybe uh, there's a, there's a, I'll use some different tools like black box, for example, uh, from Helium 10 and I can go in there and I can type in, okay, show me which list, you know, there's 500 in, in, the, in the United States, there's 550 million products in the United States for sale on Amazon. 
Uh, so going through those is, there's no way you could do that by hand. So I use this tool that goes through them and I can put in parameters. So I can search Amazon differently uh, than what you do on Amazon. So I can say, show me all the products that have uh, only one photo because you get nine pictures on Amazon, but they only have one photo and they have their bullet points are not very uh, filled out or anything. Uh, and show me, so I can put all these, these parameters, like 10 different conditions. So I can say, show me the products that have less than one, have less than two pictures. Show me the ones that have uh, under 200 reviews. Uh, plus uh, they have a, a star rating, a review rating of less than four. And they're selling, uh, say, $10,000 a month, at least a minimum of $10,000 a month. And there's and the price for this product is between $19 and $30, uh, or whatever parameters. There's, there's about 25 different things you can do. And then I hit submit, and it will search through those 550 million products, and it will come back with 5, 10, 20, sometimes a couple hundred different products that match that criteria. Uh, and then I can go and I can look at someone who maybe they have a 3.9 star rating, which is not, not good on Amazon, uh, but they're still selling pretty well. So I can take a look at their listing. I can read the reviews and see what people are complaining about. Why are they giving them some, some bad stars, star reviews? And maybe I can fix that problem. Uh, maybe they're all complaining about the same issue. I see a pattern in the reviews. And so I'm like, well, if I can go get the manufacturer and fix that problem, then I can put out this product, and, and if they're selling well, even with some bad reviews, uh, maybe I can uh, I can kick their kick their butt and uh, and take their place. So that's that's one of the ways that, that I search for products. And then once I find a product like that, I still want to make sure the demand is on Amazon. So I'll go and use a tool like Cerebro that will give me the reverse ASINs uh, for what they're probably selling for, and I'll make sure there's good demand for those keywords just to make sure that the, the traffic is not coming from off of Amazon. And if it's within Amazon, then, then uh, I'll, I'll reach out to a supplier, see if I can source that product at a good price. A lot of times the profits are made in the, in the sourcing. So um, you got to be good at, on the sourcing side too. And then if I can source at a reasonable price at a reasonable profit, um, then I might launch that product. Interesting, interesting. And one of the observations, I mean, um, uh, I get this question a lot, and I also ask this question a lot to others. So one of the things uh, that happens while product selection is using the same parameters. And this uh, this is fairly common among a lot of sellers, and this breeds competition, right? So uh, a lot of the times when you actually launch the product, it turns out that uh, a bunch of others have also launched the same product uh, during the same time. And so how do you avoid this? Yeah, there's, there's two things that happen. Sometimes there's one of these big courses will come out and they'll give a list of here's 100 hot sellers on Amazon. You should never do any of those products uh, because everybody else, like you just said, is, is doing them too. Uh, and then there's others that will teach you, go to pick something that's between this price and this price. It weighs less than this amount. Uh, they, they give you like a formula. Uh, you know, you, you see it in the Facebook groups or you see it in courses. And everybody goes to usually a uh, software like Jungle Scout or something like that and punches that in and they find the same product. And they're like, oh, wait, that's a great opportunity. But like you said, at the same time, there's 500 other people that are using the exact same formula uh, and they're finding the same product. So you think you found something, you, you source it, you get it out, you put it out onto Amazon. And by the time you get it out, there's a bunch of other people doing the same thing. You're like, what the heck? So that's why in like the Freedom Ticket course, I don't teach people formulas. I teach you how to think on your own and how to evaluate on your own. I don't say, 
a lot of people want a shortcut. They want, what's the shortcut? They want a winning lottery ticket. A lot of people aren't willing to do the work. They're like, I've heard you can make good money in this Amazon business. What's the easiest way to do it? What's the shortest way? And they want a magic pill and there is no magic pill. And that's what ha bites a lot, a lot of people in the butt is they, they think when they, they hear one of these magic pills uh, and they go and they type the same thing into one of these tools uh, and then they, they get the same results and everybody's doing the same thing. That's one of the reasons I don't use uh, some of the bigger tools as, as well because, um, uh, and, and I don't teach a formula. Okay, interesting. And uh, for the big question, uh, the most exciting quarter is just around the corner, Q4. So what strategies do you personally use and uh, what do you advise the viewers? Well, you need to make sure um, you need to make sure you're ranked uh, in October, uh, ideally now. I mean, so if you have a, you need to get your positioning now. So if you have a product that's out there or you're about to launch, um, you need to get it launched this month because it's much easier to rank in September than it is in October through January. Uh, so, um, so, and you just want to be able to ride the wave. So right now, maybe if, to get on, you need to be on the top half of uh, page one for the main keyword you're going, excuse me, you're going after and you, and, uh, you want to do that now. Don't don't wait uh, because now maybe you only have to uh, do a promotion with a hundred units versus in a uh, end of October or November you might have to do it with two hundred and fifty units. So it's going to cost you more. And it's also going to be more difficult. So that's the number one strategy: is, is is check all your keyword positioning for the main keywords from all your products right now. And if any of them are not in that top half of uh, of, of the first page, maybe go ahead and and, and get them. Uh, uh, get them ranked there. Uh, the second one would make sure you have your inventory uh, set up so that you're uh, and get ahead of that so that you don't run out. Uh, and one thing to remember too is the sales dramatically pick up obviously the day after Thanksgiving in the US because it's called Black Friday and they continue until just before Christmas, uh, usually one or two days before Christmas and then they drop for a few days but January is just as good. So a lot of people think oh, December, Christmas has come, it's over with but January is almost as good as, as December because what happens is people get a lot of people get gift cards from Amazon, and so they're redeeming those gift cards. A lot of people uh, got something for Christmas that they don't like, and so they're sending it back to Amazon because Amazon allows returns until January 31st for anything bought uh, November 1st or later. So you basically have a three-month return window, and so. Um, there's a lot of people sending stuff back and taking a credit and buying something different. And it could be your product. So make sure you're prepared for that as well. And then as far as uh, the PPC, PPC gets very expensive uh, sponsored product ads during this time. So really make sure you're taking a look at the data, know what you're converting on, know what you're, uh, what you're going to focus on uh, for the fourth quarter. Um, and so that, that's the, uh, the big strategies. And then I think uh, getting in gift guides, uh, I just did a, a presentation, an hour presentation on a, a, a free summit called a, uh, AMZ Quarter Four. It's a, a, I think that's what's the name of it, AMZ uh, Quarter Four. Um, it's a summit, the free summit that Augustus does um, at, over at, uh, at, at his site. And one of the things that I talked about on there was uh, uh, gift guides. A lot of people overlook gift guides. Uh, Christmas in the United States is about uh, 50 times bigger uh, gift giving time than a Valentine's or Easter or Mother's Day or Father's Day. Uh, so you want to, there's tons of blogs, there's tons of influencers, there's tons of TV shows and newspapers and magazines that, that put out these gift guides, you know, top 20 new electronics for the year, top 20 dog toys or top 20 uh, kitchen gadgets or whatever it may be. And there's ways to get into those things. 
uh, oftentimes for free. And that can be a big uh, driver of sales too. But now is the time you got to do that. You can't wait. Um, sometimes right now, maybe a little bit too late uh, for some of them. But um, so there's ways to do that uh, as well. That's great. Yeah, I think um, I think you covered everything that's need to be done for quarter four for sure. And um, and given your huge background on photography, uh, what are your, uh, do you have any tips on uh, what constitutes a high converting image? A high converting image is some an image that stands out and gets the click. So your images are super important on Amazon and a lot of yeah. people, they just take pictures with their cell phone and, and, you know, I know some people that are, are doing well, you know, they, they took pictures with their cell phone and they're selling well. And I look at their listing and I'm like, dude, what the, what the heck is this crap? And I'm like, who cares? I'm, I'm making 20 grand a month, you know, selling this product. I said, yeah, but would you like to make 30, uh, by investing 500 to a thousand bucks, uh, make 30 every month, you know, it's extra 10,000 every month. That's 120,000 a year for a thousand dollar, 500 to a thousand dollar investment. Um, and some people are lazy and don't want to do it, but your images are crucial. People eat with their eyes first. And so the, the, what gets people to your page on Amazon is, is your title and your bullet points. That's the keywords that that's so that you show up uh, when someone types in a certain, uh, certain keyword. Uh, but what's going to get the click is your image. Uh, it's not so much your price because sometimes if the image is really good, maybe you're not the lowest price on the page, Everybody thinks people on Amazon search for uh, buy based on price, and, and that's not true. Some people do want the lowest price, and they don't care. But there's a lot of people that are willing to pay a buck or two bucks or five bucks more um, for something that they perceive to be of a higher quality or higher value, even if it's not. And they, since they can't touch the product, they can't feel it, they can't hold it in their hands like they would in the store, flip the box over, your images have to do all the talking. And so a lot of people, they're never going to read your bullet points. They're never going to read your description. They might skim it really fast read 12 words in there or something, but they're going to look at all your pictures generally. And so your pictures have to do the selling and they, it's crucial that the lighting is right. Uh, I mean, I see it now, you know, some people will do Photoshop. They'll take a, I just saw one the other day, there's someone who's selling a raft, you know, like a little raft to sit in the, in the, in the lake end and float down the river or, or the lake. And they had taken the, a, a picture of the raft and photoshopped in a, a girl and a guy sitting in the raft and photoshopped it onto a river. It was just obvious to me that shadows aren't right. I mean, when you look at the picture, something looks amiss. The, the, the shadows aren't right. The angles aren't right. Uh, now, there are some very sophisticated people that can make that look really good, uh, but it's hard to find those people. So um, spend money uh, to get good photography um, because a lot of times if what that picture is is going to get the click. Um, and then uh, – if you can't get the click, you can't get the sale. So I, a lot of times I'll take my picture and I'll, I'll Photoshop it. I'll take, I'll take a screenshot of all the products on page one. I'll Photoshop my picture into, you know, position three. And then I might take that and, and use a site called like a pickfoo.com, uh, which is a testing site. You have to pay a little bit of money for it, but I'll put, put a, put that picture up on there. And then I'll ask uh, 200 random strangers, which, which product on here would you, would you click on? Um, and they don't know anything else. It's like, which based on the pictures, which ones would you click on? And hopefully it's mine. If it's not mine, if it's one of the other ones, uh, I'm going to evaluate and say, why did 70 to 70 percent of the people click on this other one? Uh, and they have to, the beauty about this testing site is they have to tell you why they'll say, Oh, the price was lower. Or they'll say, um, the, I like the way the picture looked or the red, the red, uh, caught my eye or whatever. And so you can evaluate, uh, and then, 
uh, make sure you put your best foot forward. There's, there's all kinds of, of things you can do that most people don't do. They just ask their friends, they ask their family, which picture do you like better? Or they'll ask their buddies and that's, that's the wrong way to do it uh, because that's not your audience. Great. Yeah, I think I I really like the uh, I I think that was pretty clever. Like I don't see a lot of users are uh, actually uh, AV testing their pictures, and uh, generally I see a lot of sellers again like asking their friends and families about the pictures. But uh, totally, I mean, their opinion will be biased, and that's not the audience. And I I think um, I couldn't agree more with that particular strategy. And do you have any more tips like that? For our viewers, on uh, I've got tons <laughs> of tips. So that's those. That's you know. That's what the Freedom Ticket and the Luminati Mastermind. Are. <laughs> that's the type of stuff I teach there. Um, so that, that's um, there's there. I mean, the key though is it's not about all the little hacks. People always want to know little hacks or little tricks or how can I get an edge, and it's really not so much about that. Those things can make a difference sometimes, but they they're usually short lived. It's all about the fundamentals. There's really only three things four things uh, you need to do to be successful on Amazon, whether that's selling in India or in the US or Europe, that's pick a good product, um, uh, create a good listing and launch it properly. Those three things and then reach step and repeat, uh, just repeat it, repeat the process. That's all there is to it. You master those fundamentals. Uh, you can be successful in this business. You don't have to be, um, the, you don't have to have all the little nuances and little tricks and hacks and whatever to succeed. Um, uh, just master the core and, and you'll be fine. Awesome, awesome. And for our last question, uh, apart from being a celebrated seller, we also know that you love to travel and you've been to uh, about 90 countries. So, um, and I, I believe you attend uh, a lot of summits and you speak to uh, a lot of power sellers as well. Can you tell us a little more about uh, how your experience has been so far and yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love to travel. I, I've, I've set up my businesses so that I have that freedom. I've, that's why I do this business. It's not for the money. Uh, you know, some people they get motivated by money and they want to become multimillionaires. But once you get to a certain level of money, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, it does, sometimes it doesn't matter if you have $2 million or $3 million or, or whatever. You know, I'm just throwing numbers out. It's about a lifestyle. So I'm not trying to build a huge company and have 100 employees and do $100 million in sales. That's not my goal. My goal is to have the lifestyle to, and the freedom to do what the heck I want when I want. And that means I don't, I don't need to make, uh, you know, a half $100 million companies with all the headaches and all the employees and dealing with all that stuff. Um, I don't need to have, be bigger. It's not to me a competition of can I beat my, uh, can I beat, you know, my buddies and sell more. It's about what, what do I need to sell to live the lifestyle that I want to live? Um, and, and so for everybody that's different, you know, some people selling on Amazon, maybe a hundred thousand dollars a year and they're thrilled to death. Um, and, and that's giving them the lifestyle they want. Other people, maybe it's $2 million a year they need to sell. So that freedom though is what's allowed me to travel. And I've been to 92 countries, um, all over the world. Um, uh, so I, I love travel. I love experiencing new places. I think travel is one of the best things that you can do. Uh, you got to get outside your comfort zone. Um, you know, I, I, I've been to India a few times. I, I, I love India. Um, some people, uh, you know, it's, it's just a different place. All the sights, the smells, the colors, the, the massive amounts of people and animals and everything. But it's, it's cool. Um, and it's the best education you can get um, because life is about the experiences you have and the people you meet. It's not about how much money you have in the bank or what kind of car you have in the driveway. 
Um, it, it's so travel is one of those things that um, I think is super important. And I think it should be mandatory. Like after people graduate high school or, or in college or something that you have to travel. And unfortunately a lot of people don't do it or if they do do it, they don't go somewhere that's convenient or they, they speak the language or, or they understand, they understand the food. Uh, so they're not eating some strange foods or something that they don't know. Um, and I think that's a huge mistake. So that I enjoy this business, this e-commerce business. That's why I've done it for so long is because it, I can work remotely. Uh, I can, I can do whatever I, as long as I've got an internet connection, um, I could do whatever I want. I mean, I remember the days in, in uh, 2004, you know, before internet was everywhere. I was in, in some island uh, in the Caribbean somewhere, and this, this hotel didn't have internet. So I was on my cell phone using a data plan, paying a dollar a minute or something, just so that I could be able to work, you know. Uh, but that's not the case these days. Pretty much internet's everywhere uh, for the most part. Um, so uh, as long as you have an internet connection, I can work and I can do what I want. If I want to sleep in one day, I can sleep in. Um, or if I want to get on a plane and go somewhere, uh, I can, I can do it. And so I, I value that freedom. That's what this business, uh, gives you, uh, and not in the beginning, you know, the first year or two, you're going to be busting your ass, working hard, working a lot of hours. Uh, but if you get it, get it to the point, um, uh, and keep, keep at it and don't give up, um, because there is no better business than Amazon right now to leverage yourself. Uh, and so if the first time you fail, uh, get back up on your feet treat that like your MBA. You just learned a lot and do it again because it is a very, very good business. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, thank you so much, Kevin. I really enjoyed speaking with you today and I bet our viewers will take a lot from the interview with you today as well. And um, uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, on today's Seller Speak session. Uh, go to Facebook and follow us, and you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, please do head over to our website and sign up for our seven-day free trial. And um, I hope to uh, get some feedback from you about our tool, and I hope to have you on our show again soon. Thank you Great. so thank much, you. Kevin. Thank, thank you very you. much. Take yeah. care, everybody.